For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speaking Podcast. I'm Nasally J. Black, joined, as always, and I can say as always when I introduce Jessica, because she's always here. She's consistent as the tides. <laughs> Jessica Gibson. Hurt when Bill canceled this morning. Well, I not hurt. Just I, I feel like. Uh, so here's the thing about our listeners. I I don't know for sure because we haven't done a survey, but my guess is I'm sort of like uh, like a guest host. Like when Leno used to show up for Carson, or when uh, uh, you know, like it would be a Curly Joe episode and not a Shemp or Curly episode of the Three Stooges, where I I just I'm predicting that our audience, when they hear my voice introducing the show, goes ah, it's a Jay led episode, not a Bill led episode. They're disappointed, you know. It is not a skip episode. Not a yeah, skip. Positive. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure that they're not skipping it. They're just going ah, oh, we'll just go next week. We'll just wait till next week. So yeah, Bill got busy. He he said his. Uh, uh, the, it wasn't on the calendar, which doesn't make sense because I think it's a repeating every Tuesday, third Wednesday at two record. Yeah, that's why I started checking every morning. Right, just make sure it's there, make sure everything's going. But it's us, we're recording, and we are here for you. And actually, it's probably good that Bill's not here because it saves you one more podcast that delves into politics uh, a week out, well, less than a week now from the election. And that- I. Jay, my heart sank when I saw that because I was like, I'm going to have to deal with Jay's anxiety and stress over the election, and I don't know if I can handle that as one person. (laughs) Well, now you know how my wife feels, Jessica. Oh, my, your whole family, I'm sure. I don't know what they're going through. Well, my... You know what? I don't think it's going to stop after November. Like, whatever the outcome is, I don't don't think that people are going to calm down after this. No, well, I mean, I'm sure Donald will go away quietly with no issue uh, if he loses and not stoke the the uh, embers of hate. I'm sure he'll just like tell his followers, it's a Joe Biden is our president now. We have to show him respect. Let's move on, right? I mean, that's that's knowing what we know about Trump, that's what's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Wait, so did you vote early already? No, I'm going in person. Oh, you are? Yes. Wow, so you're voting Republican? Uh, <laughs> no, I am. I am going uh, for two reasons. One, uh, my my family, like my kids, wanted to be involved in it, and uh, two, I wanted to. Uh, if there are any uh, poll watchers there, I wanted mm-hmm. to uh, at least take the full accounting of my six foot three, two hundred and forty five foot frame to make them feel a little bit intimidated as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fighter, Jessica, but from looking at me, you don't know whether or not I could hurt you. There was like a big push to like have people sign up to be volunteers for the running the polls and like younger people. Now that COVID, like a lot of people are compromised. They weren't sure how many return volunteers they would get. So I thought about doing it, 
And then I realized you're not going to be like checking people's IDs. You're going to be sitting in a back room with no windows opening envelopes. Which yeah. Does not sound like fun. No, that sounds like so. something old people like to do. So I, I think that we, we leave it to them to do that. They like opening yeah. things. And besides, you know, I, I don't want to say because somebody on Twitter today said, uh, you know, this whole election will hopefully be like 9-11 was. I, I don't know if you were old enough to remember, not 9-11, excuse me. Uh, so, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the two, Y2K, not 9-11. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, kind of around the same time-ish, probably like yeah. What, a year apart? Yeah, about a year apart. My brain went soft for a second. but uh, Yeah, I was like in fifth grade or something, but I kind of remember. Right, so everybody was scared to death, and everybody gamed out like every bad scenario that could possibly happen. And then Y2K came, and like like one uh, uh, cash register in you know Wisconsin didn't work, and everybody else was fine. So I think that there's a lot of people who are scared to death right now. And I mm-hmm. alternate between being scared to death and being eerily confident about what's going to happen. Uh, but all that said, uh, it would be nice if that's the the truth of it. That it, you know, election day comes, everybody goes to the polls and votes orderly. Nobody gets into a fight. There's no skirmish. No poll watchers decide that they don't like who you're voting for. And uh, by the end of the night, we have a president like that. That would be ideal. Yeah, your kids can come with you. So uh, at least for Hillary, they they came. My daughters came with me. So just in case it wound up being the first female president, uh, both of them could say that they were in the booth with me when it happened. Turned out differently, uh, <laughs> if if you remember. Uh, but I mean, who knows with what's happening now, whether or not it's going to be. But my son, who by the way. We're we're going out canvassing for our congressman uh, right after this because my son Ooh. insisted that we go do something. Uh, he's he's Mister Politics. It's so cold outside. No, yeah, where I'm at, it's only about like sixty five. Oh really? It's, okay. It's nice, uh, but yeah, we're gonna go out uh, as soon as this is over and canvass. So uh, you know, he he there, he's not going to be denied. He wants to be there. And I think the act of filling out a paper ballot wasn't going to give him the the rush he needed. So uh we're we're going into the polls. So when do you go into the polls? Because I don't want to wait in line for 4 hours. I really don't have like I think I've only had like two elections that I could have voted in. Right. So what the heck do I do? I'm kind of nervous about it this time around. Well, I mean, I'll be but honest I, with you. I I go in the the late morning or the mid-afternoon. You want to avoid uh, when, I mean, and again, I don't know what your flexibility is. I'm a deadbeat mm-hmm. comedian and writer that doesn't have to uh, worry about schedules. So, you know, yeah. you, you roll in around 10 a.m. That's after the morning rush and that's before the people on their lunch breaks. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't know what it's going to be like this year. But I basically uh, cartwheel in, do the uh, the the vote, and I'm out. I've never waited in line. Um, my fingers are crossed. Okay, I'll shoot for like ten thirty then this time, right? Because I'm definitely concerned about that. And uh, Chase like does not want to vote, so that's like an argument we've been having. Well, why not? What's his uh, What's his reasoning? He doesn't think his vote will matter, and it won't make a difference. Wait, you guys live in PA? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so it would definitely make a difference. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, you have to explain to him. Uh, now, I I don't want to ask which way he lands in case it's 
If it's for uh, Trump, tell him absolutely his vote won't matter. If it's for Biden, tell him 100% it matters. He needs to go in. Uh, But but that's part of the reason why uh, my son and I are canvassing for the congressman is because in New Jersey, it literally doesn't matter. We're definitely going. We're like Biden's up by like 20 in Jersey. Yeah, that's true. So if you're in a swing state, my God, you have more power than anybody. You have to go. So I can't decide if it's like a good or like a positive thing or not. Like that's actually very like Zen and woo woo to be like, I'm going to survive whatever the outcome is. My life will, you know, (laughs) I'll be stable or whatever. Like, I don't know. Is that like a healthier way to look at it? Not like, oh, my God, I have to like rearrange my whole day and make sure I get out and vote. Like, oh, I'll be okay with the outcome, whatever it is. I I guess where it, it stands is. In his life, is he the kind of guy that sort of complains about what's going on or wishes things were different? Or is it just like, whatever's happening in the government doesn't matter to me. I'm just moving along. I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't ask him those questions. Well, no, I mean, like, just in his day-to-day. Like, if you ask my wife, does Jay complain about politics? Uh, She would laugh hysterically and uh, leave the room and go cry. Uh, because of, <laughs> of course that's all I do. But if I were a guy that like shrugged regardless of what was going on, then I think you're a lot, you're in a much better position to say, I'm not voting. If you truly don't care how it impacts you or anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess he's on the other end of that spectrum. Um, speaking of, I was just looking at your Twitter and you're getting like a hundred likes on some of your tweets. It's very exciting. Yeah. And so congratulations. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, so I cracked 8,000 this week. I think I'm up around 8,200 something. <laughs> uh, and it's, I realized that once I got above 5,000, there started to be a little bit of a critical mass on. So like I've gotten a bunch of tweets that have gone like 10,000 likes and above, but it's always been a reply um, mm-hmm. where, but in the last couple of weeks, I've been getting uh, like some big time blue checkmark followers, and they're a lot more likely to retweet you. And mm-hmm. uh, a couple of them have gone pretty solid. I had George Conway, uh, Kellyanne's husband, Kellyanne, friend of one third of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, he retweeted me, and I got like 500 followers off of one George Conway retweet, which was pretty amazing. Oh, nice. Yeah, when you, I don't want to be negative, but when you said, like, oh, my goal is 10,000, I was like, he's never going to make that. (laughs) (laughs) That's not possible. No, very exciting. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm hoping that I'll get to 10,000 by the middle of November. And what I'm told is, uh, I've done a lot of research on this, and just talking to Bill uh, about once you get past 10,000, apparently a lot of the, the Twitter algorithms just decide you must be important. So mm-hmm. they sort of move you around and make you seen more. And it, like the first 10,000 takes forever. And then the second 10,000 happens in six months. So Yeah, well, I was looking at like whenever I go on Instagram and look at bloggers, if someone's only like you know posting this blog post and they only have like 2,000 followers, that's right. like a regular person. I'm not going to want to go follow their everyday life. But if they've got like 60 to 100,000, like – Okay, I'll be in the masses of people that are on the bandwagon with, and you know, follow them. It's it is so. very much you got to prime that pump to the point where people look at it and go, "Oh, okay, well, you must be somebody." Yeah, uh, I, I would say once I got above seventy five hundred, I got a lot fewer of the uh, angry Trumpers saying, "Look at you, you're only a comedian with blank amount of followers. You must be nobody." Uh, oh, rough. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's a standard. And listen, I'm a comic, and I have a picture of me appearing on MSNBC in my banner. So I, I'm going to attract a lot of hatred. And uh, the, the two that you always get is, you're not funny, which is the equivalent of people in middle school making fun of your last name. And mm-hmm. the other one you get all the time is, uh, you only have blank amount of followers, you must be a nobody. So I've gotten a lot fewer of those. I keep expecting, like, what is the magic number that they just go, oh, you have the appropriate amount of followers for me to listen to. And my thinking is it's probably nothing, but having more than 7,500 helps. But I'm going to get to 10,000, Jessica. It's happening. All right. We'll see. Um, One of my friends, uh, literally, like, good, like, college friend, I know her very well, posted that she's creating an OnlyFans. Do you know what this is? Uh, Jessica, who are you talking to? Of course I know who it, like, what it is. I'm like, is this like something where you should go up to the person and stage an intervention and be like, don't do that. Don't do that. You <laughs> well, don't need to do that. Number one, you got to give me the link. But number two, for the people at home <laughs> who don't know what this is, Jessica, do you want to explain? I, I know because I don't really know. So I would like your explanation because I don't totally understand it. I just know that money's involved, but... Yeah. Other than that, like, I, I don't know. Like, what so in the sex worker community, OnlyFans is seen as a very good thing to happen because uh, it's basically Patreon. You know what Patreon is, Jessica? No, that sounds like a fake made up word. No. So Patreon is for like YouTube creators, Twitter content people, medium writers, anything like that. If you have a a product that people like, you say to them, hey, pay me $3 a month and I'll give you my essays a week ahead of time. Or I'll give you behind the scenes video of me recording my podcast. You know, it's just... So like getting beyond the firewall. Right. You you like me, I'll give you a little bit more intimacy. uh, And in exchange for that, I get to create, uh, you know, and make some money. And I'll be honest, when I first heard of it, I was like, oh, screw this. I would never do this. But my son and I, we subbed to a couple of Patreon, we were Patreon people to a couple of creators that were just like, these are not millionaires. They're like middle class people who produce a product we like. And it feels good to be able to give them three bucks a month. You know, just be like, hey, we like it. We want to pay for it so that we feel involved. So if you just take that and turn it to pornography, that's OnlyFans. Right. But then like the Kardashians are on it too. On OnlyFans. Yeah. Huh. Like, celebrities are on it, too. So that's why I was like, maybe it's not so skeevy and gross. Maybe there's other uses for it. Well, um, th- this other uses is is uh, news to me. Now, as gross and terrible as I am, I am not involved in any of this stuff. Uh, there's There's no paying for pornography when you share finances with somebody. So uh, Jay Black does not know the intricacies <laughs> of OnlyFans uh, or else my wife would be like, because it, it, it shows up like, you know, I'm sure, you know, uh, Newtown <laughs> 179Q Corporation out of the Bahamas. And she's like, what the hell is this? It's like, uh-huh. oh, honey, I bought you shoes from the Bahamas. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's I'm told very empowering because like even if you're like one of the biggest stars in pornography, the most you're going to get for a scene is a couple of thousand bucks. Right. Uh, so the way they used to make money is they used to go on tour 
and like just you know perform at strip clubs as a way mm-hmm. to to you know supplement their income and i could I, you know i could just imagine that as a porn star going to a strip club and like giving lap dances to people for 200 bucks a pop or whatever has got to be even as porn things go gross like i i just couldn't see enjoying that so the fact that they have an only fans where they could say hey uh, I don't have to be involved in the porn industry anymore. It's just going to be me, a video camera, and like, you know, if you want to pay me to talk specifically to you, I will. Why not? I said, go have at. Well, so that's what I was kind of thinking was like, you know, when someone gets plastic surgery and it's like, have at it. You want a perfect nose or like new boobs? Like, that's great for you. Like, it's kind of become a positive thing where everyone's right. like, not bashing it for being someone who has low self-esteem. Right. So I'm like, is that OnlyFans, like, good for them? They're doing this? Or is it like, oh, my God, I got to help her. Like, <laughs> well, you I know. can give her an extra $3 a month if she needs it. <laughs> well, listen, I told you, I'll help her. Just give me the address. Um, <laughs> no, it's. I was thinking about this in terms of, like, like 15 or 16-year-old me having sex with a hot teacher. Oh. Now, here's what I'll say. If you would have asked 15 or 16-year-old me... Were you whether... homeschooled? <laughs> no, I'm not from West Virginia. I'm, the, I'm from South Jersey, but we're not that South, Jessica. How dare you? Um, but no, it, it, like, so 15-year-old me would have wanted that probably more than anything else and would have quite enjoyed it. And looking back on it, like... If if someone did that, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying me as a male because that makes it a little bit less skeevy. Uh, th- like, that's what I wanted at 15. Uh, even at like 17, 18, that's, you know, like the, the question that we have is, is that consent? Can you do consent? You know, at 17, you can't. 18, you can. But even if you can consent legally, most people would tell you 10, 15 years down the line, you're going to have some emotional scarring from that decision. You know, that someone in power took advantage of that relationship. And even if it was fun in the moment, probably not fun, you know, from a psychological point of view. I don't know if that's true because none of my teachers wanted to bang me. But, uh, you know, any situation like that, if you're like a young person with a boss who's 20 years older than you, at 19, that might seem like a really good idea. At, at 39, you might look back and go, oh, my God, that that messed my relationship up with members of the opposite sex my entire life. So I wonder with things like OnlyFans, and I'm not purient. You know this about me, Jessica. I love pornography. I love gross stuff. Um, I'm so glad I brought this up. (laughs) But I do ask the question, is it a good for you situation if, you know, we know 15 years from now there's a really good chance you're going to look back and go, "Ah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Like, do only damaged people find that particular medium something worth pursuing yeah i have no idea but then like real other people are using it i know like the celebrities are on it to just post additional content that only their fans can see that's what got the porn stars all mad (laughs) right you know i i i I, you know what i'm gonna say this i'm gonna dial it back just a little bit because i don't want to stigmatize sex work at all i mean i think that if that's if that's something you want to do, you should be allowed to do it and nobody should come in and tell you that you're wrong for doing it. I guess I am still got an, I, I've got enough of my Catholic upbringing in me to think that, uh, you know, if my daughter came to me and said, hey, dad, I'm going to make 
$80,000 a month uh, showing my boobs on OnlyFans at 18, uh, I would probably try to tell her not to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I kind of figured. Just because I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like that complicates your life in a way that uh, that probably doesn't pan out for you in a good way. Unless, who knows, you know, maybe 20 years from now, like once we're all, you know, in our 50s and 60s, Maybe my son's generation are just going to be like, hey, you know, I went looking for your boobs online and couldn't find any. Is everything okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, oh, I, I'm not dating him. I can't find a single uh, picture of his wiener online. I, the equivalent I mean, of like, why aren't you on Facebook? That's so weird. Right. That's a little sketch, right? I can't find her OnlyFans. It's a little sketch. Be, be honest. It's a little sketch. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, things change. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm enough of a uh, open-minded person to realize that sometimes the way I look at things is not the way the rest of the world looks at things. So I don't want to put any stigma on it. If this lady wants to go on OnlyFans, have at. Woo-hoo. And by the way, uh, email me the, uh, the link. No, definitely <laughs> not. So I, did, did she tell you what kind of content she was going to put on? Well, so she was a bottle girl. No. <laughs> at, at a club. Sure. So I think, you know, that income not coming in, she was like, why don't I try this? Right. So. And really, bottle girl and OnlyFans cam girl, not that far apart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, did you hear also of the Kardashians? They like bought an island or they rented an island and just shipped their friends and family out she there. She just wanted like- to get back. Jessica to a little bit of normalcy and just like anybody she rented a private island and flew all of her friends and family out there for normalcy so I don't want to go away from the tri-state area for like more than two weeks I feel like all these people in quarantine are like moving like to the coast or like across the country just to like have an Airbnb for a month or something like I don't know that I would want I'm not dying to do that no, no, I, I'm, I, you know what it is, at least for me, I, I, I think that uh, if we were doing the Papa Bear, Mama Bear, Baby Bear of COVID fear, uh, Bill is too little, I'm too much, and you're probably right in the middle. Um, <laughs> but the, the, uh, the thing that I don't like is sort of that low-grade fear that comes with an unnecessary thing that you're doing. Like it's one thing to go to Costco and go like, all right, I'm risking the one in twenty five thousand chance that I'm going to get a little bit of virus on me because I need toilet paper is a little different than saying I'm doing that same risk because, you know, I want to go to the coast for a few days. I mean, it doesn't yeah. feel like worthwhile like as you're you're doing it because, you know, if things are going the way I think they're going to go in a couple of months, it's going to be better. So just wait. Why can't you just wait? Yeah. It'd be like yeah. if I offered you, Jessica, a free refrigerator, and I said, you could have that refrigerator right now. Well, if you wait for it in six months, you same refrigerator, you probably won't die. Like, I can guarantee you, you won't die if you open it. Versus now, where I go, every time you open it, there's like a small chance you'll die. You would probably go like, well, I can wait the six months to get the refrigerator. like that, that. Or just your food won't be cold or something. Right. I mean, but, like, you already have a refrigerator. There's just a new, different refrigerator. Yeah. So you, you just go, like, I'll wait till the deadly refrigerator goes away. How about that? And, you know, I know uh, you make 
uh, when you when you make it like that, it does feel really silly when you hear people going like, "Well, listen, I just had to go buy shoes." It's like, well, you already have shoes. It's like, well, I needed new shoes. Why? Because I wanted to wear them, and that's worth risking death. It's like you just don't get it. It's like I guess I don't. Is this conversations you and your wife have when she comes back home from TJ Maxx? <laughs> no, well, no. My wife and I are very much on the same page when it comes to all this. We, uh, we, she's a little bit less crazy than I am because you'd be hard pressed to be more crazy than I am. Uh, but yeah, it's. I'm just talking about like when I hear about her friends, like her friend, like one of her friends recently had a, a party, like a backyard party. And mm-hmm. I get it. People want to see each other. They they want to get drunk. They want to have fun. But the fact of the matter is when people get together and they drink alcohol, that I mean, best case scenario is you take your mask off. Worst case scenario is you have a hookup that you regret and also die from COVID. You know, it's it's because we were talking about this. You know, let me ask you this. One hundred percent. If you were in college right now, would you be following protocol to any degree whatsoever. No. Me neither. I know I know they're straight up sending kids home that they're walking around campus without a mask on. Right. Um they're kinda like grabbing them and just throwing them in a van. Um yeah. and I don't know if that was just to make an example of a few people or or what, but yeah, no way. Would you, I mean, I, I, listen, I'm a, I'm a lunatic. I know for a fact I would not be following protocol. I would be, now, listen, luckily no one came near me in college, so I didn't have to worry about things. But uh, I would not have a mask on because when you're 19, your brain doesn't work. It, ju- it just doesn't. So, well, and you're in college and you're in a tiny little box. Like, that's no way to live, to, like, sit in that room all the time. So, like... I'd rather probably die from COVID. It's, it's <laughs> probably not going to kill me in the first place. And the alternative is sitting in jail. Well, I, I thought of a joke, Jessica. You want to hear my joke? It's really dark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I read that, uh, and this is actually true, that one of the long-term effects that they're seeing with COVID is mental decline. It, it affects your brain the same way that it might affect like an Alzheimer's fa- patient. Uh, your IQ goes down, your ability to solve problems go down. And after I read that, I realized, oh my God, that's why Trump wants so many people to get it. That's his core demo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. I've had enough. <laughs> Are we at 20 minutes yet? We're at 26. We can be done. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, Bill will be back next week. You won't have to hear about this. And maybe, all right, hold on. Before we go, uh, as I mentioned, 8,200 and some Twitter followers are on the way to 10,000. Follow me at Jay Black is funny if you made it this far, which is doubtful. Um, and secondly, what what are we thinking next week? We're recording at 2 p.m. next Wednesday. That will be exactly 18 hours after the polls open in most places. Well, and then Bill said he wanted to do it Tuesday. And it's like, that's election election day. I feel like he's going to cancel. Yeah, no, there's 100% he's going to cancel. We're, we're going to do a Wednesday, I'm sure. Question is, will we have a president by 2 p.m. Wednesday, November 4th? Yes I or no? I don't think so. No way. I think we do. Mm. I think that... Here's, here's my thinking. I think uh, Trump is down in Texas. Texas counts early. I think mm-hmm. that if we get a, a, a Biden, Texas, if Texas goes for Biden, we'll know that night. If not for real, then, you know, at least in practicality, we'll know. So that's my that's my theory, Jessica. I'm wondering what's going to happen with like Wisconsin and Michigan. And I really hope Pennsylvania doesn't like 
drag it out really long because of everything that yeah. they have with accounting. Well, what if it comes down to just one vote, Jessica? Then Chase will be chased, chastened. <laughs> we'll have to yell at him like, hey, you could have fixed this. Yeah, can you still get your votes in late? I don't know how this old mail-in ballot thing works. Well, not but. with uh, DeJoy. The, everything that I'm seeing is uh, the the swing states, all 20, 27 out of 28 swing states are having massive delays in mail. So if you're mm-hmm. going to do it, you got to drop it off. You can't you can't uh, mail it in or it won't get counted. Interesting. So, so drop it off, everybody. So what's your thought? I'm guessing you think we'll, we'll know by tonight. I, I think that uh, we... We will have, I, I'm going to put it at 80-20, we know. I think that there's a four out of five chance we know. Because I, I think that everybody's being super duper duper careful about like predicting like they did in 2016. But if you look at like just the the district level polling, uh, you know, I'm knocking all the wood in the world, but it, it looks like it's going to be a landslide. People are just tired of this guy. So, and I, I think honestly, a lot of Republicans are secretly tired of him. I, you know, they had shy Trump voters. I think we have shy Biden voters now, where they're just like, you know, they're very much on Facebook going, "I love this guy," and they're like, oh, "We just got to end this. It's just got to be calm for a little bit." That's my theory. So I think it's going to be a massive win for Biden, an eighty twenty that we know on Wednesday. That's my prediction, Jessica. I don't think it's going to be calm at all. I think people are going to be like protesting and going crazy for like the next month or so yeah, I, I I don't doubt that there's going to be a lot of protesting and craziness that we can agree on Jessica <laughs> alright sounds good thanks for right, joining thanks, us Jay. everyone and Jessica thanks for calling in Bill back next week talk to you guys later bye for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.